dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. I can't believe a year has passed since I wrote my first blog discussing my challenges with anxiety. Time flies. But Mental Health Awareness Week is here again and again I'm inspired to write on the topic. This blog isn't going to provide 10 top tips on coping and it won't change your life. However, I hope it will help you realise that you're not alone and the more we talk about mental illness and mental health, we remove the stigma associated with it. To bring you up to speed, I suffer with anxiety. It's sporadic. I can have good months and bad months. It can keep me up at night, distract me for hours and make me think I'm at death's door and then... A few hours later, I'll be fine. Anxiety can be brought on by a variety of things, ranging from past or childhood experiences, current life situation, physical or mental health problems, drugs, alcohol, just to name a few. I can't speak to all of them. Sure, I experience pressure. I like to say yes to everything. However, I think mine stems from my concerns about getting older and fundamentally health, or rather feeling that I'm unhealthy. We live in a world where we're constantly being told that we need to sleep more, exercise more, eat better, wear less, drink less, and all of these things are vital to avoiding Alzheimer's disease, cancer, heart disease. So if you don't do them, you only have yourself to blame. That increased awareness of what causes disease and how to spot the signs that you have the disease is great. However, if you're not ticking all the boxes, it can also be a problem, particularly if you get anxious like me. What am I doing about it, I hear you say? Well, that's a good question. Probably not as much as I should. I'm definitely failing to be at my desk less and sleep more. However, I am trying to exercise more, which really does help. It's always the number one thing that comes up on the top of every list you'll ever read about how to improve your mental health. I'm getting better at reframing my thoughts, ignoring my brain, and eating better. It's easier now we don't have the pandemic, but... I know I could do better. The iStart UCL survey of early career dementia researchers asked about mental health. 57% of people who responded said they had experienced mental health problems, with anxiety, depression and loneliness being the biggest challenge. Sadly, only 37% said their employers or institutions were helpful, which is terrible when you consider that the same people reported that it impacted their effectiveness at work, confidence, motivation, and how they interacted with co-workers and supervisors. The takeaway message from all of this? You are not alone. That might not be much comfort, but I do hope that it demonstrates that you can talk about your problems and talking is always good. Don't feel you have to suffer in silence. It might feel scary to think about sharing with a friend, loved one or co-worker, and yes, stigma does still exist, conscious or unconscious, but I hope they'll surprise you. I'll finish this blog with an anecdote. I bumped into a neighbour a few weeks ago. We don't usually talk beyond saying good morning. They've commented on seeing me running, and I replied, "'Sorry you have to see my knees, but for the past year I've struggled on and off with anxiety.' I found ways to manage it effectively, and right now it's under control, but exercise helps. This opened up a 30-minute discussion, and I found he has exactly the same problems. In fact, we were probably both awake at night with the same problem. We'd never spoken previously for more than five minutes. If you're struggling, you can always message me. My DMs are open. 
Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.